listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Coming up on the Footy Talk podcast, we talk about that sad, sad injury that puts Ryan Pappenhausen back on the bench. And I'll talk about, is this the year of the Broncos to the grand final? Well, you can talk. We know that much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's NRL finals time on the Footy Talk podcast with Anthony Maroon and Aaron Woods. Well, Suncorp Stadium was the venue and the hoodoo is broken. The Broncos have defeated the Melbourne Storm by 26 points to nil. A wonderful victory to the Broncos. They never looked like losing, uh, leading the way, the little general, the old general, Adam Reynolds. Uh, absolute clinical performance. He was outstanding. You know, we spoke about it before the game last night. We said if the Broncos are to win, you need Adam, Adam Reynolds dictating and, and steering the ship and... Honestly, every every good part of the game for the Broncos last night, something happened around Adam Reynolds. You know, early on, there was a great bomb that he put up. Nick Meany just didn't get his finger to it. was one of those floaters. Um, you know, his kicking game in general, um, just nice silky touches, silky passes, finds Scatoni Staggs to get the first try. Um, I know they're only up 8-0 at half time, but it could have been a lot more. Um, and then after half time, Melbourne just... It was like they didn't come out of the sheds, Maroon. They were absolutely... Our poor, um, you know, to the standard. We, we interviewed Cameron Munster after the game, and he was really, really, you know, disappointed in his performance. Uh, he reckons he let himself down, which I don't think he did. He just wasn't his best game, but he was really, really savage on his performance. Um, you know, I dare say he won't play that again, but Adam Reynolds it was an absolutely, it was a clinic from Adam. Yeah, he came through the game 2 unscathed, so, and now they get a, well, they get a fortnight off, a home prelim at Suncorp Stadium. Good luck getting a seat. But how important do you think that week off, it, that, you know, that little bit of extra time is? Oh, it's massive. You look, out of the game tonight, who does, who who would have wanted a week off more? It, it would be Melbourne because they lost Pappenhausen, they lost uh, Xavier Coates, and they had two HIAs. So there's four players already. Don't know what other players have copped during the game. Normally some players, you know, come out of the game with a couple of bumps and bruises. Whereas Broncos got through the game, look, look like they were injury-free. Um... I did see Jordan Ricky come off at one stage, look at holding his shoulder, but he went back on. Um, you know, and Adam Reynolds, he'd missed a few games prior. Didn't look like he missed a beat. Carrigan was outstanding, who had a lower leg injury uh, before the Raiders game. Uh, and then you get the likes of Payne Hass an extra week off. He's had a huge year with, with Origin. Uh, same as the likes of Cobbo and, and, and Flegler. So I really think this is going to be a blessing in disguise, you know, for Brisbane. Um, Look, they're not guaranteed to win in the prelim final, but it's going to give them the best opportunity to play the best footy they can. Sad thing that come out of the night, of course, was uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, a compound ankle fracture. So for Ryan Pappenhausen, I think everybody knows the story, he missed over 12 months of yep. NRL, came back via the, uh, the the Q Cup, back into first grade, just starting to become sort of semi-regular in first grade again, still playing off the bench, and he does the ankle. Yeah, it's his third game back, Maroon. It was, you know, when we saw it happen on the night, oh, we just knew something was bad because he put his hand up straight away. He was rolling around. Um, you could just see something happen. Then you watch the replays. It didn't look good. Um, and then it, I think it was confirmed later on there was a compound fracture. 
Um, you know, the devastation that, you know, not just us as fans, but Ryan Pappenhausen, like he's worked so hard to get back to the game. You said he's been out for 12 plus months out of the game. You know, he went to Philadelphia to get his, you know, it was, it was an injury that it's not a, it was a rare injury that he had with his knee. You know, they reckon it was like a jigsaw puzzle, putting it back together um, to learn to run again, to get these mechanics in his body going. And to see this happen, um, you know, it's going to take a, a lot from Ryan to come back from this. Um, but I dare say he'd have the will and drive, drill power. Uh, he's got two years, I think, left on his contract. Um, you know, and I, I, as a fan, I want to see him back in the game. You know, he's going to have moments in the recovery, whether it's, you know, he's going to have his good days, he's going to have his bad days, um, especially when, when he finds out the extent of the injury, um, when he has to have surgery, um, how's the rehab, when he's got, a, you know, crutches, um, does he have to take stitches out, whatnot. He's just so much that's unknown for him at the moment. But I'm sure if he can get through that early stage and then there's a bit of light at the end of the tunnel, I, I dare say hopefully we do see him back in the game. I think personally my thoughts are that the Broncos are now certainties for the grand final. They're going to probably play who, Warriors or the Knights or the Raiders in the prelim. I mean, yep. if the Knights or the Raiders, I mean, they'll have really played their asses off to get there and they're going to be playing a Broncos side that have had a fortnight off. So I think the Broncos are certain for the grand final. Oh, you wouldn't say definite certain, but they've put themselves in the best position possible. They've had a great lead into this. They obviously lost last week, but they rested, I think, eight or nine players. Um, and to get the performance they put out tonight, like the physicality defensively, and then even when they were carrying the ball, they'll just, you know, the back end of that game, Summer Payne has some flagless carries. They were just getting through the ruck. They were standing with three or four blokes, offloading at will. It just seemed that the longer the game went on, the better they played. So, um, and then you throw in, like you said, a week off, you know, playing whether it's, is it Penrith Warriors or is it, you know, Knights Raiders, which, you know, we probably think it's either going to be Warriors versus Knights or Raiders. Um, it's given the best opportunity possible to get in the grand final, Maroon. Yeah. Do you want, you know, a, a couple of times during the call of that game, you and Gerds commented that the that the Melbourne Storm didn't look like scoring and they really, maybe at one point they did, but they really didn't. The Broncos didn't allow Melbourne to threaten their line. Do you think there's anywhere where the Broncos can improve? Yeah, I think uh, we spoke about it in the coverage, you know. We, had, we mentioned all these players that had great games, you know. Two Reese Walsh's stand. Look, he still had an exceptional game. But there was a couple of play-the-ball errors that he had. Um, he chipped and chased, you know, from 50 metres out, I think, with 20 minutes to go on the clock. Um, and, you know, we're talking about on the core, you can't do that against the sides like Penrith. You, you just can't give them an opportunity because – Penrith is just so good. Like, you, you give them a little sniff, they take it. They just, they do not, they make you pay at any will. So, for them to be probably the areas they've got to work on is instead of going for those magical plays, maybe just kick long, find the corner. I know the scoreline was blowing out. I think it was 14 nil or 20 nil at the stage, but you've got to be ruthless. You know, Cleary gives you nothing when he's in the head, he just kicks you to the corner. They're happy to win 14 nils, 12 nils, 6 nil. They don't care. They'll just keep pinning you back in the corner, making you work out. And that's what, you know, Reynolds does. Sometimes Walsh gets a little bit excited, um, you know, but uh, – and the other one, probably just their edge defense. I thought that was exceptional. You know, Ezra Mam, geez, we haven't spoke much about him. And he's been, no, he's been the, no. one of the – you mm. know, there's a lot of talk. Is he going to be the starting 5'8 for the Broncos this year? Mm. Mate, yeah. he's, he's sewn that jersey up. Yeah, no, it's a great – and look, and – I'm starting to feel like maybe it's a 
it's a two-horse race here. I mean, we're going to have a great final series. But can anyone beat the Penrith Panthers or the Broncos? Well, it- go- going into tonight, I just thought the only team that could beat Penrith is the Broncos. Just the, the leg speed uh, through the middle, the the intensity that the Broncos can play, they can match uh, the, the Panthers. I uh, just don't see any other side being able to do that. And just with the quality of players that Panthers have got, I just think they can match at the Broncos. You look at Stags, you look at Farnworth, you know, but the thing for the Broncos is all of them have to play to the best they possibly can that day. They can't have an off game. They can't give the likes of the, you know, the, the Penrith Panthers, the, the, like those little chip and chase, they can't bring them into the game. If they've got the foot on the throat, they need to keep twisting it. And I think having Adam Reynolds there, guiding the way he's been there, he's done that before. He's been to a lot of prelims as well with South Sydney. Uh, he's won the grand final in, was it 13? 14, 14, 14, yep. So he will definitely be a big help in guiding them that way. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back on Footy Talk, we're going to ask uh, Woodsy, no Sean Johnson no Warriors. Is that right? We'll ask him about that. We'll talk about the Sharks and the Chooks as well on Footy Talk. <laughs> Welcome back to the Footy Talk podcast. Well, you know, we all woke in the last 48 hours to find that Sean Johnson has injured himself in training and will miss the game against the Panthers. And, you know, most people are saying no Sean Johnson, no Warriors. Oh, look. It, it seems to be that way a little bit, um, you know, outside in. Um, and as a playing group, sometimes you like that, you know. Sometimes as you want everyone against you because that's when you play your best footy. Look, they've still got some quality players. You know, Fanuel Blake's been one of the best front rollers this year. Um, Mitch Barnett, he had an infection a couple weeks ago, but he's been back playing some really good footy. And Toe Harris, he's been there done. He's won a competition with Melbourne. Um the only thing, like you said, losing Sean Johnson, you lose that control. Um, his kicking game's been, you know, exceptional this year. Uh, he, he, I always like to, you know, mirror him up against Adam Reynolds because they just dictate how you get the ball and, and where you get the ball, and, and that's something that if you if you got your half doing that week in week out, it just gets your, you know, when you put your kick in the corner defensively, you can really rev up, box teams into the corner, and it's so hard to get out from those areas. And I think that's something that, you know, Tamari Martin, I think it's his second game back from injury. He really has to step up. And I think, is it Ronald Volkman? Walker. Oh, Dylan Walker. Yeah. Oh, so Tamari Martin must be playing half. And see, that's where I think they lose a bit out with Walker because as a utility, he has been, I was calling for him to play Origin at the start in, early in the year because what he does, he brings that leg speed through the middle. Once you, you withstand that starting from the Barnett and, and Fanua Blake, but then you bring on Walker who can ball play, he can carry, you know, he can get late offloads. He can, yeah, play out the back, like I said. You just lose that off the bench. So I just think it's going to be a little bit too big of a loss, Shawnee Johnson. Yeah, so six uh, Tamari Martin will play at half back, uh, and Dylan Walker at 5'8". How long, how long is Sean Johnson now? I haven't heard any of the weeks. Is it one week or is it just tightness? They're just not risking him. Yeah, I don't believe he's – I haven't heard that he's going to miss the entire – well, that's yeah. a good sign for the yeah. Warriors. So, I mean, wh- whether they win or lose, they're not done. And Melbourne Storm aren't done either. No, no, no yeah. I'm not saying they're done. It's still a close competition, mm. Maroon. And I just think if 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 it is touch and go, do you, do you risk playing? Well, I thought you might have, only because it's if they win, they get their week off. Um, and you go to a prelim in New Zealand. That would be huge if they could knock off the Panthers. But it must just be something, just a little bit too much of a, of a risk that they want to 
look after him because he's such a mainstay in that side and they need him playing. Now, the Roosters, though, and the Sharkies, that's the other game that's, of course, on uh, Saturday night. Um, I, I feel like I, I think the Roosters are going to roll them. I think the Roosters really? got a couple of really good players that really rise to a big game and they go into this game having won something like six of their last seven. So momentum is with the Roosters. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think the back end of the season, um, a lot of their players look fresh. They haven't had the the real physical games that everyone thought they would have. Uh, obviously, last week was basically a semi-final for them. Um, and the big guns stood up. You know, I think moving Swali back to the wing, it's brought the best out in him. Obviously, you lose Tupo, but Junior Ponga, Pawanga has been outstanding for them. Um, Tedesco's back to his best footy. And then Bringing Sam Walker back at this late of the year, I think he's really freed up Luke Keery. Like, with Walker, obviously he's a half. He, he dictates, like, you know, where the play goes. But he also has that, you know, off-the-cuff style of footy that if he sees something, he backs his ability, whether it's a grubber, you know, he puts a little chip and chase on the trial line. If he sees something, he's got that natural instinct. And then that frees up Keery because teams are looking at, do I attack? Do I do we send an extra number to Walker because you're not, not sure what he's going to do? And then it frees up Keery uh, Keery on the other edge. And someone who hasn't copped a, enough praise for me, I think Angus Crichton's been – he was really good off the bench last week. And I think he's going to bring that good leg speed in around a ruck once Cronulla do. But then I, I think Cronulla – a lot of people have spoke about the home ground advantage, you know, and there's only 12,000 Cronulla fans. The sheds are awful in the away sheds down at Cronulla. You, you hate playing there. You know you're going to cop it. So any little advantage Cronulla gets, I think it's going to help them. Mm. Well, the other game too, just to round this off, um, I think one side that is going to go out the back door and land on their ass <laughs> is going to be the Raiders. They are going <laughs> straight out the back door, straight down the M1 back to Canberra. Yeah, I think if that's that's probably my best bet of the week. Is Newcastle would win the game. Um, Pong is back. He's had a week off. He'll probably get injections for his AC. It's, it's an injury you can play with. Uh, I'm not sure if Fitzgibbons is back. Hopefully he's back because the combination they had on the left edge has been, mate, they've been tearing teams apart. And I just think Raiders are hanging on by a thread. You know, they've, they've lost Papa Leahy, Horsberg's injured, um, Sebastian Chris with the suspension last week. Yeah. They're just hanging on. They just won enough games to qualify for the eight. Um, do I see them making much of a den? I don't think so. I think a packed house up at, is it McDonald Jones Stadium? Yep. I think it'll just be too big and... The juggernaut for Newcastle rolls on. I dare say they'll get 10 wins in a row, and this hasn't happened since 2001 or and, 2002. Well, 2001, they won the grand final. Yeah, that was so, the last yeah. time it happened. Who knows? It's a, You know, Crosland's been playing well, Leo Thompson. Isn't it funny? Like, 10 weeks ago, Adam O'Brien was gone. Yeah, I know. Now he's the first coach to get a contract extension. Yeah, unbelievable. I don't know what happened there, but it all turned around when they beat the doggy 66-0. Yeah, and in that run too, mate, they beat Melbourne, they've beaten the Raiders once, they've beaten the Sharks, they've beaten South. So, you know, you put them, like, I'd, I think they're going to dispose of Canberra quite easily. Yeah, I, I, and that's what I said. I think that's the best. That's probably the one, that's, out of the four games, that's probably the one that I think will go probably a bit of a scoreline. Um, I didn't think tonight would be such a big score. Last night would be such a scoreline. Um, but you did think Brisbane were going to win, but... I just think they're massive favourites, Newcastle. Like I said, Pong is coming back. And, and you mentioned that it's not the – it's the lesser names, you know. Tyson Gambles, your, your Phoenix Crossland, yeah. your big Leo. Mate, you, you know what I mean? Like, they're just – Leo Thompson, they've just been so good for him in the last 10 weeks. Yeah. So you think they win this week and then it ends or – um, They go down to Melbourne, don't they? Well, if they win – Or do they go to New Zealand? 
Uh, if they win, they'll play the loser of Penrith Warriors, yeah. Ooh, yeah. I, I give them a chance. Mm. Like, you know, the footy they're playing, um, I just, they, they've got no fear at the moment. They win that, they could be 11 in a row. It's good that you've come to Triple M, an opportunity to be regularly involved in finals footy. Yep. And um, we love you, Woodsy, and that has been our Footy Talk podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you, Paluka. Thank <laughs> you.